am I the host tonight? Yeah. Or you? You. Okay, I am. Okay. Hey, what up, Caesar? Yeah. Oh, we're so, live. We're live. Okay. Welcome back to Turn Back the Clock, episode number 23. Yep. 23. Yes. Was that purpose? For Hit man, that purpose? 23. <laughs> oh, dude, I didn't read. Dude, that's yep. insane. See, things are just meant to be. There you go. Uh, um, Talk tonight, about serendipity, man. Oh, it's insane. Tonight, <laughs> we have special guests. And what we're going to talk about is side PCs, or they're they're not really side PCs, they're PCs, but they, they don't have to be our million dollar cards on the walls or perfectly slabbed up or however you want to go about it. Sometimes you can just open a pack and every pack can belong in a certain PC. And I'm going to introduce you guys to both of these fellows and Adam. And I just want to inform you guys that this is a podcast as well. So when you show your cards, say the year and and like what describe the card, things like that. So everyone at home can listen. So Adam, welcome. Hitman Mike, Hitman 23 Mike, no welcome. And Caesar Papino Man, welcome. Oh, woo! And we're already international. We got we got the God is great from the rising sun. Oh man, hey, that's epic. Uh, hey Adam, how do I see comments? And is this on yours or is this on mine? Dylan, if you don't know this by now, man, I might Dude, just throw a towel on the show. Hey, I honestly, <laughs> I'm trying. Dude, really? To Episode 23, and you're asking how do you see the comp? Come on, bro. I have only way I've ever seen the comment is when I have my phone up. Oh, uh, I don't That's know. It. Uh, what are you on right now? A well, computer? I'm, I'm on a laptop, but I have. You know, I don't, I just try to find us live. I don't even see us. So is this on yours or is this on my channel? It's on, it's on your channel. Yeah. That's probably why I can't see it. Guys, uh, we prepared very, very, very hard for this episode. As here. we always do. Yeah. yeah. Adam is like the guy in charge. I just here to, you know, tag along. <laughs> I'm not ready at all. You just here to look good, Dylan. That's all. Just click uh, on the right hand side. Click comments, Dylan. You should be able to see it in uh, Streamyard. Hmm. Chat. Let's see comments. Okay. Yeah, I can. Can you guys still see me, or am I blurry? No, we see you. Okay, perfect. Well, I can yep. kind of read them like this. Oh, Where did you get that from? Um. Okay. Well, let's get this going, guys. Mike, why don't you tell us a little bit about? yourself in your collection because a lot of guys that are watching this might not know who you are sure and, and i had you on here because you have all kinds of crazy side pcs so I just do. don't we don't need to talk for 20 minutes because we really want to dive in and get more Absolutely. information but tell us about you and go after it so obviously my name is mike um i've been collecting since i was like I don't know, six or seven years old so like night i remember getting into it like getting my first cards in like 1976 um, you know, I did the whole collecting for a long time and I took the time off, you know, during college and got back into it probably in really heavily in 2000 and, and been back ever since. So it's, it's part of my everyday life. It's, it's, uh, it means a lot to me. Uh, the collecting, the, the camaraderie here in YouTube just it took it up another 10 notches for me. So, um, I enjoy, like you said, you know, I have a ton of side PCs. I, I, I just love the card. So I don't have to buy expensive cards to enjoy collecting. So that's awesome. kind of, I don't want to go too crazy, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into it more. Mike, you, you've been on like seven years on YouTube? Yeah, I think I got on in 
I want to either 2016 or 2017. I started. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's yep. amazing. Yep. We yep. got a couple of veterans here with us. And Obviously, <laughs> Peter man. Totally. <laughs> I'm the old uh, man right here. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, Mike. I'm really, really stoked to have you on here. Right, I'm, stoked, I'm stoked to be here, man. Really appreciate it. Caesar, everybody knows you, Pepino. I mean, everyone knows Hitman too, but I just tell us a little bit about your little bit about yourself. Same as Mike. Uh, same thing with me. I've been collecting since I was a kid, as far as I can remember. Uh, pretty much collected throughout my life, but there was a point where I kind of slowed down. It wasn't so much that I think I slowed down. I think the availability of cards slowed down after the, you know, the golden age of collecting, the late 80s and early 90s. Uh, like, I couldn't find card shows and stuff anymore. Like, before they were everywhere. That's Baseball true. cards were on sale everywhere. Liquor stores, gas stations, dairy, everywhere. And I just kind of stopped. So I would... I, I slowed down because I was only buying uh, baseball cards from the newspaper, you know, and that was that sometimes could be shady, you know, meeting a guy in the alley to go buy some baseball cards and stuff. Uh, but it wasn't until um, 2004 when I saw a kiosk, a kiosk at the mall selling baseball cards like, whoa, baseball cards are back. Where I started talking to somebody else who collected again and found out where you could get cards and stuff and got back into the hobby full steam. Dude, what blows me away about you, I'm still to this day amazed that you've never purchased anything online. It blows me away. Oh, it's I'm crazy. Like completely yeah. mind blown by that. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I'm dumb, right? No, I no. think it's amazing. Dude, like, I, you're I, the I, smartest I guy up it, here but... for that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's amazing. And you I'm like 99.9% .9 online. Yeah, <laughs> so far. me too. Me too. For sure. <laughs> Uh, but, but Dylan, we talked about this at the national. It it's way more fun to buy in person. Oh yeah, it's not even, it's not yeah even you close. look at the card better. Yeah. It's it's like a way better experience to buy in person if you can do that. Well, that's one thing for sure. Is for it's almost one hundred percent sure that when you see people who who buy online, eventually they're gonna have a complaint about a card they bought because it wasn't presented the way. They received it, you know what I mean? And I guess, uh, you know, you're never gonna hear me make a video where I bought the card in person looking at it, came home like, oh, I didn't see this, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah well said. Um, okay, dude, let's, let's get into this. So the idea um, is just show ways that people can collect other than the normal, things that we all do where for me i'm i love graded cards and there's nothing wrong we can i might have some graded albums to show um it's excellent but there's a lot of different ways and i think to share with other people the ways that you can make different pcs and have a really good time in this hobby is is exciting and i for one have a few things to share and we're going to go around in a circle one at a time and talk about a certain pc um of their choice and uh we'll we'll do it that way so why don't we just go keep the order going this way so mike what do you got for us all right so i'm going to show the first thing i'm going to show you is kind of like my first um side pc or whatever crazy pc you know that you want to say but i just wanted to um just um also add that you know we all talk about uh, having fun collecting and i really keyed into this you know many years ago 
is you you, you gotta love all the cards. You you, you know you 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 love the the Mickey Mantles and the Roberto Clemente's and the tobacco cards, but I think you gotta love all the cards. The common cards tell a story just like the other cards do. And you know when I started seeing people like throwing away common cards because they didn't get a hit, it just did something to me. I was like, that's just not right, you know. So I was like, how can I look at these common cards and have fun with them somehow? So I like to see patterns and things. Like I, I'm that kind of a person where I look at things, I see patterns. So that's how I kind of started. Mm, so the patterns, first, you know, patterns and 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 things matching and and just certain um, aspects like that. So the first thing you do, you know, I went. Have, I, I'm pretty sure all of us who collected from the '80s on up, we have tons and tons of tonnage, right? In our in our in our closets, lots of commons and everything. We go through them and we look at them. And I was doing that, and I and that's how I kind of started seeing these patterns. So the first the first kind of PC I did that's kind of off to the side is what I call my food and beverage PC. And I I find guys that are named after foods or drinks or you know whatever you know, and there's a ton of them you know. So it's like a very vast. It could be a huge PC, right? And it doesn't cost me anything because most of them come from my own collection, right? So I have binders, so I don't know how I'm going to show them on, on, the, uh, on the screen, but um, I guess I'll hold it up. Yeah, so hold it up. my volume one, and it starts off with Dusty Baker. All right. So I get so crazy sometimes, and I look at these, and I kind of do player runs, you know, too. I, I, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to add, like, I'm going to try to get all the cards the guy, the guy has, right? So I looked at Dusty Baker, and then... Um, I'm thinking about all different ways to like, okay, what goes with Dusty Baker? Then there's a player named John Butcher. So I'm like, all right, I got the Butcher and the Baker. And I'm like, maybe I can get some cards of Candlestick Park and have the Candlestick collect. So the Butcher Baker and the Candlestick Maker, I'm actually working on that. So <laughs> those are the weird things that I do. Just have fun, man. Because it's, it's, it's sometimes it gets a little, you know, it, it can get long in the tooth if you're always looking for like the hot thing. And, you know, this is like, it doesn't really take too much effort you know you just got to kind of be open-minded about it and that's what i did so this is alphabetical i set my binders up alphabetically so i got dusty baker then i have like um i have tim belcher you know you, after you eat a big meal you got to burp so <laughs> we got tim belcher um we have what is it sean berry you know i got some fruits represented i got daryl strawberry in this binder yes. somewhere yeah baby. strawberry you know Cr coco crisp you know, um, Sinsu Chu. So that's how like crazy I get about it. I really look into like, you know, some far fetched things, and I and I throw them in my binders, man. That's that's how I. Uh, how Mike, I, let me I let me ask you. And I let love me ask it. You, let me ask you a question regarding yeah. this. Yeah. So when you're picking up, you know, Dusty Baker is a guy that you'd probably buy. You're probably on eBay looking for Dusty Baker because they're not commons in packs. But the Correct. other guys, are, are you like when you're opening a pack of cards? Um, you know, from Target or anything, are you looking for those names and pulling them out and those go in your binder or are Absol you going out and buying these? I absolutely looking every every card I get from a pack, I look at every card. And I'm like, how can this card maybe fit in one of my kooky PCs? So I really do I pay attention to everything. And awesome. I mean, there's you know, guys that don't, but I'm always looking. I'm always going through my my boxes and hordes of, of commons and I'm constantly finding new things to put in 
in, into the uh, into a board, start a new PC. So believe me, I got tons I can <laughs> I can show you. <laughs> That's a pretty good one to start. That's very unique. You know, so you gotta uh, have fun, right, guys? You gotta have fun with it. You got it. All right, Caesar, what do you got for us? All right, so one of one of my PCs that I've been doing for a long time that's not as easy to do today as it used to be back in the days because uh, I collected in the golden age of collecting in the 80s and 90s, you could find miscuts. You know, you could find miscuts and packs. Now you don't find as many. You might find some off-center cards, and I don't know how you guys would define it, but there's miscuts and off-center cards. I, I see a lot of people that have an off-center card and call it a miscut. Like to me, it has to be you have to have another piece of the other card next to it to be a miscut. Right. You know what I mean? And some examples that I have is like this is the newest one I got that I got from um uh starter set that I just bought. And this was in there, and I got excited. I was like, oh, there it is. Check it out, a miscut where you can see a card from the the next card. You got this Ron Swoboda right here. You can see this is the edge of the of the, oh, the edge of the sheet, yeah. Of the whole yeah, sheet. That player is. Oh, wow. that player is. Okay. You know, uh, so you know, I so back in the days it's easy to find them where you have a piece of the other card sticking out somewhere underneath it. I got this rock Carew. You can see the next card. Uh and so and sometimes speaking of patterns, you know, I love when you can find the match. You know what I mean? So I got this Gary Carter one. I think it goes right here. Well, no, it goes right here. And when you put them together, they oh, are the dude. perfect match. <laughs> you know what I mean? They are the perfect match. You turn it around, it's the num it's it's exactly uh the way it's supposed to go. That is you, it, it makes that tops uh come together on the top. It's it's the, uh, it's hard to put it together, but it's the perfect match. All right. Let me ask you about that. Do, do you think that that came in a pack or they were produced at the exact same time? The, I believe time? so. I believe so. so perfect, what, right? Yeah. Well, I, and with me, one of the reasons that I felt interested in collecting miscuts and trying to find a piece that matches, I used to work at a bindery where we would cut newspapers and put them together. And you know when you make the mistake, like sometimes to make the front and the back, you get the front printed, and then you get that same sheet and you put it in backwards so you can print the back. So that's how you get like, you know, um, the off centered if you if you don't put them perfect. So you understand like, whoa, and then you catch that mistake. So you only made a few. So there's only a few that are gonna match. And if you caught it early, there's probably only gonna be one. You know what I mean? But I got a bunch of eighty threes. You know, and uh, believe me, I put them together and none of these 83s match. But I'll show you a different one. Um, so, <coughs> miscuts I got from this year right here. Where are they? Okay. <laughs> right here. So, check, check out. So, if you want to talk about patterns, yeah. but all these, I've put them together and they're, they all go together perfect. And let me see if I can show you guys. I'll put them together right now. Did you buy them like that, like together at the same time? Or did you get them randomly? I got some random, and wow. I got them that I purchased. Wow. Dude, those are like the 1955 top double headers that actually are supposed to go together. Right, right. So, 
So look at these are all miscuts, but when you put them together, oh, wow, dude, they so are awesome. perfect. Wow. I got I got all these other ones all too. They they all match. They they, they do the same thing. You've got your oh. own baseball card puzzle, brother. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly that what it is. Cool. You know, so like same thing when you flip them over, they are they they are the perfect match. They go exactly <laughs> together. Dude, that is inc that's actually incredible. Yes. No, that's really cool that you have those like that. You know what I mean? When you have one piece and then you see another piece of like, oh, I hope it matches. And I go through all my cards, all my miscuts, and oh, there it is. It matches. Like, what are the odds? I like, I have no idea. But sometimes to me, I think they're astronomical. <laughs> yeah. That that I've never I don't know if you've ever shown that on your channel, but I've never seen that. That's so awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Incredible. Yeah, so miscuts is really you a lot of times miscuts, they'll give them to you. You know, you have someone that has, and they're just, yeah, you can have them. You know, they're to some people they're worthless, but to me, just when I find one card that matches another card, is like, woo! Like I just been reborn. You know, that it's amazing. Pop quiz for you guys is should be easy. What is the most expensive miscut card ever sold? Ooh, I don't know. Fifty-two tops, right? 52 tops, Jackie Robinson and Mickey Mantle on the same card. Right. Oh, oh, nice. oh, it was sick looking. It was neat. It was a year ago or two years ago. That was a freaking cool card. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I, I look at it. If you're going to go off center, go way off center. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Way yeah. Off center. Make it obvious. Like, yeah, this is what I'm yep. shooting for. You got the All best right. of both worlds there. All right, Adam, what do you got, man? Uh, so I pulled out uh, some non-sports cards some music cards so uh i'm a big uh, big pearl jam fan so i got a little side pc here of eddie vetter this is they made um when pearl jam did a tour like i think they started doing it less than 10 years ago they started hitting some of the big baseball parks like they did they started doing concerts at um wrigley field and fenway park and uh, i went to the one at fenway park and they made cards out of That's uh, out of their concert. Sick. That's a yeah. 1991 tops design. I was just gonna say, is that 91 yep. tops? <laughs> yeah, they made their own set of cards for each concert. I feel like uh, John uh, or uh, that 70s show, John Keaton Keating would love those cards. <laughs> and, and Shane Shoebox Legends loves. Yeah, them. he's yeah. Oh yeah, Shane's. Uh, there's yeah. one for uh, Chicago Wrigley. Chicago. Better action. Cool oh, man. Wow. And uh, yeah, they got they have like a whole set, you know. So they got different. Uh, and who's the man? Do they print themselves? Does Pearl Jam they print themselves, or are they? That's not tops, is it? Not, not no, I think they they printed them themselves. I believe. Gosh. I'm not totally wow. sure. I know, um, like the grading companies don't grade them or anything like that. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, there's the backs are like just like this. There's gotcha. no, like, gotcha. Oh, it's yeah. a giant card. It's a puzzle. I guess. Yeah. That's a giant <laughs> card. That's the size like the old, of It's top. like the old kiss Another card. Puzzle. You put them together for the puzzle on the back. Yeah, and. Uh, I got a couple graded ones. Like this is, if we go back further, 90, 1998 uh, Hit Parade stickers, Eddie Vedder. And uh, a grail cool. card of mine is a 1993 Pearl Jam rookie card that the only one I've ever seen is Ryan Nolan has one. And I've been trying to get him to sell me it, but no luck so far. He said if, if he ever finds another one, he'll sell me his. So 
Uh, is it yeah, a big 1993 card? Is a rookie card. Expensive card, Adam? Yeah. It, uh, well, I, I think if it went up for auction, it would probably, I, I don't even know, but I, I guess it would probably sell for in the thousands. I, I would think. Holy because wow. you've got, you've wow. got like, you're talking about, there's not a lot of people that would bid on it, but the ones that want that card, it, they know how scarce it is. Like they, it ne almost never wow. comes up. So I, I feel like you'd probably get, you probably get a few people bidding in that. That's true. I'm, I'm, you blew my mind, Adam. I didn't know you had this side PC. <laughs> oh yeah. And then so uh, my other, my other favorite band, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. You got a little Tom Petty from yes. 91 Pro Set Superstars music cards. That was a sick set. Those yeah. I remember buying those packs. And they got those. So New yeah, I got rock era. Yeah, a lot of them. Uh, yeah, so that, that's pretty much. Oh, and then I like this one too. It shows Eddie Vedder taking a swing with the bat. Oh, Red that's Red cool. Red Sox union. Hey, he's like another Otani, huh? Cubs fan or something. He can sing and play. He's a he's a big Cubs fan, but he was also uh, he would go to Fenway Park a lot because he's good friends with Theo Epstein when Theo was the GM there for the Red Sox. I remember that. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I do. I yes, yes. So yeah, a little wow. music side PC there. I love it. That's epic. Okay, I'll show you guys. I'll guys. I'll show you guys mine. Um, I have a bunch, as all of us I think do, but one in particular is pretty special for me because it. I I work with my. I don't work with him, but we work by putting this together. Me and my nephew Titus. He's a really good soccer player. He goes to a high school soccer school that is actually just for soccer. Um, and we open packs together, you know, over the internet and we like this, this is celebration cards. So we put them together and I got this idea from YouTube. Like I, I it might've been you, Mike. I, I mean, just really cool. Like we got, I got legend, a legends page here. So every card that we pulled from a pack, we look to see if it would fit in our album. Yeah. And then we got really cool. These are just awesome images. There's only three on this page, but just really sick images. Didn't matter who it was. You just put it in there because it's a sick image. And it really made me and him, me specifically, because he's new to cards, me like appreciate the cards coming out. Because when I was opening cards with my other nephew, uh, Bruce, it like when we when I start with them, we would go through them and it'd be like, I, I taught him the word common. <laughs> like, hey, that's a common. And we put it in the common pile because I just that's kind of how I always did it. And that was years before YouTube. And it was just commons. And and I sell commons on eBay. So I never actually collected the commons except for vintage. But I never collected the commons. So now when we open packs, I'm trying to teach him not to say commons. Um, but it's all like I, I he calls them nobody sometimes too. And I'm like, dude, don't say nobody. The L Benchos. I think uh, I heard him do, I heard him do that when he was on your channel one time yes. and you were like, oh. yeah. Oh my gosh. So like everything, I mean, rookies, right? You just I open up a pack and we put all the rookies together. Let me see what else I got in here. I got a cool one. So let me get to another page. Um and then, of course, we have the player collections, and then we try to make the rainbows right within the packs we pull. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you get uh, it, that's what modern modern's so cool. I know Caesar isn't into it, but like the the double the rainbows, but it's really cool to see the same card in a different way. Um, oh, sure. I love that. I do um, a lot of that. 
Yeah, it's super fun. And then this is just weird card. Like, why would they have made this card? He's like ice skating. <laughs> Never figured out what the heck is going on here. And then this is a weird looking stadium. Just like, dude. So we, it's weird looking. We put in the weird looking uh, folder. Hold on, I got one more. Um, really cool. Just inserts. And they had like 75 tops in, in oh, that, right up your alley, brother. Right up your alley. Yeah. So I gotta mix in like I gotta teach my you know my nephew Titus about 75 tops while we're opening up packs of players that he knows and I know nothing about. So that's that's one of my uh one of my favorite PCs in my entire collection because it's it's gonna be his one day, it's his, but we're building it together. I buy the packs and and it's a way for me to stay connected to him. So it's really fun. Okay, Mike, I know you got some other crazy stuff. Oh my lord! So I'm gonna, I'll, going. I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback off of you guys because I, I, I just pulled this off the shelf. It's um, I got one of these card guard binders, and it, I throw like my non-sports in here, um, and it's just random stuff, but it's just cool stuff. Like, I'll go to a card show, and I'll be going through a, you know, a quarter box or a dollar box or a dime box, and I'll just see some random card that I think just looks so cool. And I'll buy it. I'm like, that's going to go in the random binder, right? So I got this here, you know, and then a lot of stuff came out of packs. You know, I'm a big Doc Holiday fan, right? So I think I got, I, I think that was out of like, uh, not Goodwin Champions. I forget the, the set. It was, um, I can't remember the name of that, those cards, but it was, it's a Panini product. And I, I love the Oregon Duck. So I saw one of those at a show and I just picked that up. I got the Pope. Where is the Pope? No way. Uh, funny is a Pope. Oh, yeah. Card. Alan Ginter. Yeah. You know, Alan Ginter Pope card. I got my girl Lauren Shahadi right here. I love her music. I'm a big music fan, so uh, I, I I remember Live Aid. You know, I remember watching it on TV when I was a kid. So, you know, I like I like certain you know like political cards. Um, I loved Evil Knievel as a kid, so I had yes. you know Evil Knievel card. I'm from New York, so the Twin Towers mean a lot to me. Oh yeah, one of my favorite movies of all time, um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. So you know stuff like that. Um, and it's got stuff in like random PCs that I bought. Oh, like, look at those Desert Storm. The Desert Storm cards, which wow. I big. Love watching documentaries on World War II. So that's and then I got my president, some of my president cards. I got this cool card years ago. It's a one of those stamp cards, right? Yeah, it's I'm, right there. I see that. You see that? I, yeah, I pulled that. That was like 2007 or eight tops. Yeah, seven tops. Yep, that's exactly what, what it was. What do you got? And you got George Washington there? Is that George Washington? It is uh, the stamp card? Yeah. The stamp card is... That brings back so many memories. I remember pulling it. It is George Washington. Okay. The oh. one cent or three cent? Oh, my... God. One cent. Uh, that's cool. And it's numbered 57 out of 90. You know, pretty cool, you know? I love the... Um, I love the Allen and Ginter, like, weirdo cards. I think those are so cool. So I throw those in this, too. You know, like... The one with the planets and, you know, different. The ones I think this year have baseball lexicon, which I think is really cool. Bread. There's like this year's, or maybe it was last year's Alan Ginter. Had cards about bread and rolls. Like, really? Like, who's in your food one? Right? Thor's hammer right there. Um, You know, so stuff like that. And I love I loved these stadium shots from 2019 tops. I think those are just some of the most beautiful. Um. Pieces of photography, tops done in a long time. Those are just beautiful. So I just took the whole 
series of stadiums and threw them in here. Um, I got the cards that came with my son's figures, like the superhero cards. So that's just my, my, my random fun, you know. Got Hold on now. Oh hey, Mike, Mike, that one, Mike, yeah, that one you were just showing the, uh, was there a special in there? It looked like a shiny one. one. Which the, one? Uh, your son's uh, figures. Oh, let me go back to those. Um, there is a foily, it's a yeah. Batman foil one right so here. Did they have like rare ones within the packs of the figures? I honestly do the rareness. I they came they come in the in the boxes with the figures. So yeah, I just wonder if there's um, like rare ones. I, I love that I stuff. So. Yeah, I don't okay. know. I'd have to look into that. But you know, it kind of takes me back to my you know uh, comic book days. So you know, I can still have a little bit of remembrance of that. Um, my wife's a teacher, so there's a National Teachers Day card that I put in here for her. Oh, that's cool. that actually yesterday. I bought a box of Allen and Ginter for 17 bucks on clearance, and that was in there. So I'm like, that's cool. I'm going to put that in there because Elisa's a teacher. And you know, so that, that's another one of the millions that I have. <laughs> How many albums would you estimate you have, dude? I have over, I have like 140 binders. Wow, Caesar. How many do you have? Binders, sets, player collections, oh, wow. oddball collections, <laughs> like. Yeah, this is not all of them. I have them in other places too. It's it's a bit crazy. <laughs> it takes a lot of space, right? <laughs> yep. Dylan, Dylan, these are two of the greatest card collectors in the world right here. I'll I'm tell a you super, about it. I'm, I'm a super like collector intrigued. of binders. I love that I'm like, we're I'm looking at them going, oh my gosh, I remember opening this. I remember seeing this. I but I don't have them anymore because I, I sold them because when I was opening packs, I was the, the I was the guy. Common pile. I was literally like addicted in two thousands, like common pile worth money, sell, and then my collection was vintage. Everything else was just fun. It was gambling. <laughs> so yep. and now, because of these guys, I open packs and I see them differently. And it's, it really makes me appreciate them. Yeah, it's it's so much fun, man. It, just, it brings another level of fun to collecting. It really does. And it saves no a lot pressure. of money. There's no pressure. It, it, it keeps you, because we all like to buy cards constantly, but it keeps you... To, from buying, you don't have to buy it, super expensive cards. So buy a blaster and 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 spend a week putting them in a binder when you're done, where they belong. Exactly. Or I'll go through my my hordes of uh, commons for the a millionth time, and I'll still discover things that I totally didn't like. Oh my god, look at that! Like I'm gonna do this, you know? Like it's yeah. just it never. It, there's there's no limitations really to it. So. Yeah, there's a million combinations, right? That you could you could exactly, do exactly, man. Exactly. All right, so, one one legend to the next. Well, real quick, um, I was gonna show um, since since it was kind of like kind of side PCs that are sometimes kind of cheap, I, I was gonna talk about like some patches that you know because I I have a I like to buy patches under twenty bucks. I I. I don't spend more than 20 on patches or, you know, relic cards. Uh, but then when, when you guys started showing other people, you know, non-sports, I was like, well, you know, I got a couple non-sports. Um, you know, if I find them and I like them, I'll buy them. And check this one out, you know. Um, it's, it's Brad Pitt, Bradley Cooper, and Matthew McConaughey. Dude, oh, that's freaking cool, man! <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, you know, and I, I got I got this Rob Lowe. <laughs> I got this Rob Lowe just because I love them on uh, Wayne's World. Oh yeah, Chris Rock, a big chunk of Chris Rock. Wow. wow. 
like if, if i like them i'll buy them yeah. and man this was one of my my favorite shows when it, you know when i was on tv uh sheldon the big bang theory got a piece of his green hornet shirt dude wow. they wore the best shirts on that show and and this card um I, I I took a business class when I was going to junior college. I took a business class and I saw this card and I thought I was going to give it to my teacher. I thought I would impress my teacher because I didn't know any better back then. And this is like 2003, 2004. And I thought I would impress my teacher. And I bought this uh, Donald Trump relic card from <laughs> The Apprentice. This is like 2003. This is like early 2000s. Dude, what's and, the rooster? Uh, 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 that was my trademark. I, I bought these rooster stickers and I used to put them on all my cards back then. <laughs> Is that on the card or on the screen? No, no, it, it's on. The, I don't know if it's on the card. Oh, it might be. It's not on the plastic. <laughs> yeah, it's on the card. I put it on the card. And But when I asked her in class, like she started talking about like some of the greatest businessmen. And then someone raised her hand. Hey, what about Donald Trump? And she went off on him. Like, oh, I was like, oh. I guess I'm not giving her that card. This is way before he ran for president or even close to that. All right. But I was going to show cheap relics that I only buy for, I'll, 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 I'll try not to ever buy anything over 20, but check out this Muhammad Ali. Uh, this was uh, a piece right here and it still has a price. Like I bought it for 12 bucks, Dude, but it's sick. a Muhammad Ali uh, piece of his, uh, his shorts. That's cool. You know? and, and, I, and I just want to buy like, if I find a sick patch, I'll buy it. I don't care who the player is. If I find a sick patch, you know, yeah. sometimes the best patches are going to be unknown players. You know what I mean? For cheap. You'll find the... Uh, so it's like basically I'm buying the patch, not the player. As long <laughs> as I see a sick patch that's cheap, I'm buying it. You know, like you get a piece of the jersey that they wore on, uh, you know, for the veterans oh, and the stuff. On that one. You know, yeah, see a Puig, you know, get a, a piece of the Dodgers right there. You know, Kiebert Ruiz, anything like that, piece of the O from the Dodgers, things like that. So I'll buy patches of unknown players because they're cheap, because I want to buy the patch just to have a collection of sick patches. Very cool. Dude, I want they that Bradley Cooper and and Matthew McConaughey and Brad Pitt card. That is fascinating to me because those are like those are the the heartthrobs. Yeah, uh, like I, I I caught I caught my wife sniffing that card a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta hide that from the misses. <laughs> it goes missing for a while. <laughs> well, and it's funny because you showed uh, you showed the the Trump card there, and um, I saw today that there's there's a new line of cards coming out. Uh, he cut they cut up you know when he took his mug shot. They cut up his suit jacket from the mugshot and they're putting him into cards. <laughs> wow. oh, and and I think there's they, they sell for big money too. Oh, so like too. I know Pepino man, you don't care about that, but uh I, I would think that Trump uh what was that the, the apprentice card? Yeah, I would think that's probably whatever you paid for it. I bet that not that you're gonna sell it, but I bet that thing's worth a lot of money. Yeah, it was only like five, five I think it was like five or seven dollars, I remember. Now yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I, I didn't know any better. I thought he was well respected in business, but my business teacher, like, oh, she went off on him. Like, oh, I guess I'll keep it. Like, I was that was my whole plan was to give her an impressor. You know, <laughs> good thing, good thing, because now you have it, and and you could, you know, you got, you, you still got it. 
that's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, so yeah, I was thinking. Well, you you showed uh, I guess a po politician's card. So I had one of these too. I I once in a while I'll buy like a, a JFK card. Oh yeah. JFK from a 2005 Topps Turkey Red. Card. And uh, I didn't grade it. It just I bought it already in the in the slab. But yeah, just cool like historical figure cards. Sure. Yeah, um, I, 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 don't, I like collected president. I mean, you know, I, ha I have Obama, I have Ronald Reagan, I have some Nixon, some Car. I have, if I see them, I, I buy them just, you know, because they're president yeah. of the United States. I, I just respect them all. I remember in, in 2008, they did a whole run of all the different um, candidates. Um, they did all the, the Democratic and the Republican candidates. They made cards of them. And the yeah, like, I remember um, every, every, every time there's an election coming up for presidents, uh, at 7-Eleven, they always have these deck of cards, like playing cards of all the, of all the politicians, and they're funny. Like you know, they're all ca caricatures. And I, I just want to put that comment up from Mike Petty. I thought that was funny. Selling rotten <laughs> meat, airlines that don't fly in fake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a good move to give her that card, Kev. Yeah, like, don't it, it's all going to depend on who who uh, who you give it to. Some people will love it, some people won't. That's politics, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> I got an Obama card. I, I didn't bring it out, but I have one uh, from like they had him in Topps Chrome from 2008. I think I got yes. a, a cool yep. looking one there for him, mm -hmm. and just you know, his historical stuff's cool. Um, mm -hmm. I'll well, I'll save it for the the next round, but yeah, I just I'll 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 let you go now, Dylan. Um, also, me, me, what's so funny? Me and Adam were like we're struggling to like find huge giant side pcs because you guys have like these legendary like mine are created because of you guys well <laughs> compared you to you guys even you actually. dylan compared to you guys i have a way smaller collection like way smaller you guys have much bigger collections than me so i, I figure you guys i want to give you more airtime on that <laughs> well all right well okay so mine's gonna be more of a and not a cheap way to collect cards but it's a way for me to keep cards that i want to keep but i had no idea what the heck to do with them and they're graded but i regardless um i love having random cards but i didn't know what the heck i'm going to do with random graded cards because I, I didn't want to sell them off because like this is from my childhood this i pulled in a pack this is from shane this is a card i purchased you know Mookie Betts, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant rookie. Um, I didn't know what to do with them. And, and I, I didn't want to sell them, but I don't want to keep them in a box. I have all my graded stuff in a binder. So I made a little mini binder and I put my slabs in there and I have my Tatis rookie that I bought. I shared that like a year ago or whenever I bought that. And then uh, I got my Pete Alonzo rookie card I bought. And then my Goldschmidt rookies that I bought. It's like, I didn't, I'm, I'm not a guy that likes to keep thing in, things in boxes, which is just me. I like to see them. Um, so I have an album finally, and I just bought this Frank Thomas. And then you guys are going to be stunned because I have a football card. Oh. Actually. Oh. Yeah. Mr. I hate football. I have a football card. Um, Kobe Bryant rookie. I had it when I was a kid. Got it great. Sweet. Finally. I love that wow. That's nice. Couple of Griffies. I don't collect Griffies, um, but I'm slowly, you know, I'll grab one here and there. Um, but this one right here, this football card, um, Monty Man Manti 
KO. I think it was <laughs> Manti. Dude, well, it, regardless, me and my wife watched a, a documentary movie where he got like catfished, I think it's called. Yes. Dude. You, yes. It, it was yes. whack, man. It was incredible. Like, yep. I first blew my mind that you could get catfished like he did. I remember that very well. And he was, guy, a, he was a phenomenal college football player. He was. Yeah. Phenomenal. Unbelievable. And it tells his story. And he's an incredible person, a really, really kind, good human. And and if you watch the documentary, you fall in love with him as a person and you feel bad for him. At first, you're like, this guy's ridiculous. How could you get catfished? But then he tells the story and it, and it goes through it. And, man, he, he got some heat. And so I bought two of them. I have an autographed one that's ungraded. And then I bought one graded, like, couple years ago whenever we bought watched it i don't know three years ago it's just like that's my only football card that like kind of means something to me so it's more just for fun i instantly it was like 15 bucks um so yeah that's 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 a way i ha keep cards in my collection without having to sell them um not that you have to sell them but i want to look at mine i want to look at my binders and it and and that's how I do it. And this is very thin, but I can upgrade and get a bigger binder as my random. You target. got your binders at Target, I know, because I buy mine at Target too. Yes, Target's the best. They are. I was going to share that. I'll share that right now. So the binders are at Target. They're amazing binders. You can get them in all sizes. Every Colors, size. everything. Yeah, every color. And they're they're very inexpensive. They've gone up like double over the last like three years. But they're still like this binder is like eight bucks. It used to be like three. But also with the binders, if you want to do graded cards or what I'll show you later, um, you can do these four sheet ultra pros. Mm -hmm. And they're five, three and a half by five and a quarter. They used to have a bigger size, a different, or at least it said it was a different size. But it, it's, I think it's really important to share what you use to collect your stuff in as well. So ultra pro three and a half by five and a quarter you can fit graded slabs in there and then also what i'll show you guys later card savers and then actually i'll show the this other thing later but that's my that's a side pc i got dylan and, uh, and question do, do those do those close up on the top or like the, the uh the binders yeah the, for like no. you're saying you can put graded cards in them to the tops like oh no oh no, no. these okay. will they will slide out if you're okay. like you like when people come over, I make them put it on the table flat, right? And then like wash their hands, and then <laughs> yeah. Dylan, uh, and also we've been getting a lot of comments about the wardrobe tonight. Compliments, Mike, about the the Tommy Bahama. Dylan, <laughs> uh, we, clean cheap shots wants to know if you have multiples of that shirt or if you wear the same one over and over. Um, I've got a couple other ones, and I kind of just rotated through. Oh, I, yeah. I'm 99 t-shirt guy. But nice. tonight I was like, yeah, I'm going to look a little special. So I love it. <laughs> hey, I appreciate yeah. that. Mike. My shirt is Dodger oh, Stadium. That's freaking sick. That's love sick. it. I, uh, I just got a boring uh, The Who t shirt. Hey, you're, one, you're going with your PC. One. I like it. So. That's a good one. And Dylan, the, uh, your 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 uh, card is off centered on your shirt too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, well, it's not even the right colors. My shirt, I don't wear shirts unless I'm working, and then when I'm doing videos, I literally don't wear shirts. I, I well, you live in off. Hawaii. I mean, yeah. geez, so I I take this off, I'll hang it back up because it's not going to be all sweaty, and then I'll wear it. You know, 
if you know why I wear the shirt, oh, I'll tell you guys. Secret out. When I wear the shirt, I'm drinking. <laughs> drinking when shirt. You watch my videos, my personal videos. If I'm wearing the Robin Yount shirt, I've been drinking or I am drinking at that moment. All right. Secret out. And uh, Rick, Rick Vintage Oddball Cards wants to know how much we had to pay you, Mike, to come live with us. Oh, geez. I am very expensive, Rick. Very expensive. You don't want to know. We're, we, are, we are in debt. <laughs> yes. It was worth it, though. It was all worth it. We're, me and Adam are in debt. You guys are. We're going to pay for all the, all, the, all the batting cage cards that Mike's going to get. Oh, yeah, baby. Those are back here. Or oh, they're somewhere over here. Yeah. I got, I'm surrounded. I'm like surrounded. I'm like, what am I going to show next? So I'll segue off of Dylan because I go. got my, one of my um, target binders right here. And you can see this. Whoa. I got it. I never can do this right. So I have a yet another PC. Um, this is a cool one too. Um, I'm really intrigued about guys who've uh, stayed their entire career with one franchise. Mm. You don't really see it really, especially now too often. And the research I did on it, um, I believe in the entire history of MLB, I think it's like 185 players that stayed their entire career with one team for 10 years or more. Um, that's oh. not a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's not a lot. So what I do is I pick a team and I buy the color, you know, their primary color binder. As you can see here, I just print off a logo online and I take the old FLIR stickers because I yeah. love the old logos. And I cut them and I stick them in here and I have my Pirates Binder. And it's just a little project, you know, I work on. And, you know, it starts off with players who spent their entire career with the Pirates. So, you know, again, alphabetical order, I got Gene Alley. And then I think I come, I think next we got Steve Blass. Now, some of these players may not have played 10 full seasons. So I kind of still the whole, their whole career though. And if they spent their entire career with the team. I think Steve Blass played at least 10 seasons. There's one guy in here. I think Bob Moose, he passed away, I think, during his career. So he wasn't there for 10 full seasons, but he did play for the Pirates his whole, the whole time. So then I got, you know, again, Roberto Clemente, nothing crazy. These are all, you know, reprints and stuff. Um, I love those. One reprints. of the best cards ever right there. Mm. Um, yeah, is that your favorite Clemente, 1972 tops? Uh, it's between that and the 71, man. Yeah. I I, I I I keep vacillating back and forth, and I really actually like his 1970 tops card as well, man. That's another. Yeah, cool that is one. nice. So it's it's hard, man. It's a hard one to say this is my favorite, but he's you know, he's so. good looking, so he takes really good photos. Oh, of course, it's funny. Not a real 56, but that's a great card as well. The action, oh my god, dude, that's awesome. So Clemente, uh, we got turn back uh, the clock. Uh, you just blazed over that one. Um. Who else is Clement? Of course, um, oh Bill Mazeroski. Mazeroski, yep. right? So Bill Mazeroski was a pirate his whole career, and then we have um, who else? What about Wagner? Was, was Honus Wagner? Wagner? Yeah, he's in the back. He's back there. Bob Moose. He again, like I said, he passed away I think in 1976 or 1977, but he played his entire career with the Pirates. Um, right now, I yes, he's a he's a modern player, and he he signed a long term contract. Which to me blows me away because the Pirates never signed players to long-term contracts, but they signed Brian Reynolds to a long-term contract. So I kind of have him in here as a placeholder. Will he complete his career um, with the Pirates? Probably not. But he can <clears throat> I have to try to keep 
you know, I like the mixture of of classic and modern. I think it's just cool to have old guys next to you know old players next to new players. Agreed. Uh, of course, Willie Stargell. Right, Willie Stargell, and I think last but not least, I think it's Onus Wagner. You know, just a bunch of yeah. nothing crazy. These are all very obtainable cards. And then we got Honus <laughs> Wagner in the back. You know, and I and I I look and see. There's I think there's a, I think Roy Face is Roy. Fa I think Roy Face was a pirate his whole career, and I believe um, what's his name? Um, his son played baseball too. Um, I can't I can't remember the guy's name, but um, there's a few more pirates players that that have played their entire career that I still haven't put in there yet. Can we just say that you showed the Pirates because you're trying to suck up to everyone in the YouTube community? Because there's more Pirates. Yeah. I swear to God, I ran them. I, I, I just grabbed. I just. I, mean, I was just thinking right that. Oh, you just grabbed it, oh, Mike. <laughs> the, the Pirates uh, are yeah, so right. heavily represented on YouTube compared to all of the Royals. Throw the Royals. Um, for a team yeah, that never wins the Royals. Anything. No one likes the Royals. I should show the Royals. Yeah, I'll show the Royals later. Uh, but yeah, that's, I have, awesome. like, that's it. A, a lot of teams, you know, not every team has, you know, the Rays don't have anybody that, you know, that have played for them their entire career. Um, wow. The newer teams. I would have thought that. You know, the A, like the Oakland A's only, I think there's what, two, two guys, Mike Norris, Dick Green, and I think, that might be the only two, the A's guys. I'm trying to think now. So do you do you have a do you have a an Angels one? I do. It has Gary D. Sarcina and um uh Tim Savage. What about Mike Trout? Because well, he's, he's got his own there. box. Oh, he's got his like, own box. I have I have my <laughs> trout cards and top loaders in a box. So um, but yes, he would technically, you know, he would live in that binder if um if I had him in, in binder pages. Okay, yeah. okay, here's the question for everybody. Who is the greatest, most nostalgic, or your favorite? However you want to answer this. Everyone else can answer this as well in the comments or at home. Like an uh, all-time player who played for one team. Who's Sandy Colfax. You know who my answer is. I mean, I. it's Don Mattingly. I mean, there's no, for me, that's, that's who it is. Okay. Ah, he's managing for the Dodgers. And <laughs> Play, I'm going by playing career. That's it. Caesar, what I about you? Collect, I still collect the Dodgers cards. I still collect anything he's on. So, I I, I, I got to go with like Sandy Koufax, Jackie Robinson. You know, you get one, dude. No two, one. <laughs> they they were teammates. Uh, yeah, Sandy right. Robinson. Adam, what about you? Uh, well, I'm gonna go with. I was just thinking um, what Brian Kane said here. Stan Musial. All right. I'm an Ernie Banks. Mantle, Banks. of course. Yeah, it's Ernie. like it's interesting. The second, you know, the Yankees have the most players who play their entire career with them, and I think the second most, I think is either the Giants or the the Twins have a lot. The Twins have a lot of players that stay their entire career with them. It's just like teams like you wouldn't almost think about. You know, the Tigers too. The Tigers had a decent amount. I feel like that might be one of the most like important things in the whole hobby. Is it guy who stays on a team? his entire career. I feel like that elevates I love that. that player to a whole nother stratosphere, regardless how he played. If he was like decent, right? I, I, yeah. I know to me, it always like, it just, you almost feel like he never sold out whether he did or not, whether it just happened by chance or whatever, you almost yeah. feel like that person gave up so much 
to play for the one team his whole yeah, well you, you know you got people something. you got people like jackie robinson jackie robinson yeah. was traded to the giants and we would rather retire than go play for the giants you know that is and awesome then, you know that. and then okay let's say in basketball kobe bryant a lot of people if you're not a big lakers fan you just kind of see it as kobe bryant was a laker forever but if you're a laker fan you remember the time when him and shaq had to be he demanded to be traded he did not want to be a laker at all but the lakers catered him catered to him and he stayed a laker you know yeah it says a lot i feel like of the uh, of the character of the player because well so i mean not a, a new guy like that's going to be on that list is probably going to be clayton kershaw yes yeah absolutely yes. Uh, and I, was hoping, for, that I was hoping for Joey Votto, but I don't know. You know, like, we'll see. Yeah, I don't think is, he's been signed by anybody yet. Is so, Kershaw uh, the greatest pitcher in the history of baseball? Is he going to end up being the greatest no, pitcher? In no, no. You don't think so? No. He's a, he's a great career guy, but he's never had, like, those couple of years, you know, <laughs> like some people have. All right. <laughs> I hear you. Okay, I hear you there. <laughs> I hear you. I thought we were keeping all this baseball cards and and just baseball stuff and I, I see I'm, I'm gonna, uh, 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 something that I also PC is like magazines I, I I'll buy magazines comic books whatever you know Where anything you that now? anything that that has to do with sports like even like old sports illustrated those are awesome. like you know what I mean like this one this is an old one, and it's talking about money. Is it ruining sports? Man, they've been talking about money ruining athletes and athletes not playing as hard because of the money forever. They've you know? been talking about, in the Bible, they talk about money ruining your life. So it's been you know, I got this old, because I work at USC, I got this old OJ Simpson, you know, versus the Miami Hurricanes. You know, Wait, which one I, is I, I, I which love Mad Magazine, I, and especially like, you know, when you if you're an '80s kid, there was so much good Heck stuff yeah. in the '80s, like ET. Oh, oh that's scary. Ad magazine and Cracked magazine. <laughs> yeah, crack, I have a lot of Cracked magazines too. Uh, Star Wars, dude. That I've ever seen. Look at it, Rocky and Mr. T. Come on. <laughs> oh, I stand corrected. <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> you know, uh, even on comic books that have a baseball theme to it, like. I always say this is one of my favorite covers of all time is Harley Quinn holding that baseball bat. Oh, that's cool, dude. I don't even know. I don't know who that is, so. That's and, you know, um, obviously, I'm going to have the Mickey Mantle comic book, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, and, and the number two Mickey Mantle comic book, uh, Baseball Legends, <laughs> Mickey Mantle comic book, and just these ones that were given to me. Because they say Pep Comics, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know. But even even uh magazines, um, comic books. I I got boxes and boxes of um uh, like even Golf Digest, Vintage Golf Digest. Oh man, I I I love collecting them. Mighty Mouse, oh, you know. Mouse. Anything that was uh that I loved as a kid, you know. I I, I keep. Stuff, man that's classic beautiful stuff yeah and and uh, i'm sure i can't show this on here but i got a this was kind of an accident 
I have a whole box, a big box full of uh, vintage Playboy magazines. Yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> Look at you know what I mean? I, I knew that was coming. My uh, uncle has the entire had. He's no longer with us, but he he uh, had the entire collection of every so, everyone ever made. So I mean, a the reason why is because I'm a binder guy. I'm just a binder guy. I love binders, and I saw this binder that this guy had. And I said, hey, that's pretty cool. Uh, how much is that? And he said, oh, I got four of them. You want to buy all four of them for 20 bucks? And I was like, oh, sure, cool. You know, and the magazines, they go inside here. Like, it, each one of these holds one magazine. And so I was like, oh, cool. And then um, when I bought them, I bought them for 20 bucks. I, I was just buying the binder. And then he tells me, hey, um, you, you, have, you collect Playboys? I go, nah, I don't have any. He's like, what are you going to put in there? I said, I don't know. I just kind of want the binder. Probably going to put baseball cards in there. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I got a bunch of Playboys I can sell you. And he ended up selling me a box, you know what I mean, for like 80 bucks full of old Playboy magazines. Man, and this was probably like 10 years ago. And I still haven't put them in here, but I have the box sitting right here next to me. But yeah, I mean, just being a binder guy. So like I said, it was kind of accidental how, how I came into them, you know? This uh, this thing can go south pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I don't have any. I've, it's like, but I dude, I, it's cool. Man, I hope I. What I don't even know what that is. What is Playboy? I've never heard of it. Is it? Never heard of it either. Uh, I've heard to have good articles. That's all I know yeah. about. It. Very good. Very good writing. Adam, you're up. I think. All right. Um. Where do I want to go with this? Well, you know what? I, I wanted to sit. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no, that's all I'm showing. <laughs> Home improvement. All right. Yeah, Pamela Anderson. <laughs> really, really loved home improvement. No, I, I just real quick, I, I, I was thinking, you know, Dylan, with the, with the topic of, um, you know, uh, side PCs or collecting on a budget, not having to spend a ton of money. You know, I know post playing days cards are not that popular in the hobby overall but i've always thought like a lot of the post playing days cards have like the best photos of the players especially oh. some of the vintage guys like awesome. you look at this bill russell card here from 2008 and man like it's him dunking and that's bill, uh wilt chamberlain right there too okay. uh you know with the with the boston garden in the background and you know if you collect cards for just for those images and dylan used to oh we uh, just switched. No, no, but I just feel like you know if you're if you're just going after like an awesome image and you want to have the player represented in your collection, you don't have to spend thousands on a Bill Russell playing days card. You can you can get a, even a probably a better image than even his rookie card has. Uh, you know, unlike a card like this for fifty bucks or or, or less. Exactly. And if you want to just buy it ungraded, it's five bucks, one one dollar, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And you and then you have an awesome looking card. So, you know, I do this, I do a lot of that with mantle too, you know, some of these, some of these post playing days cards. I mean, for me, they, the, the images and the, and the, the card itself looks way better than his playing days cards, especially his yeah. base cards. There's, yeah. And by the way, Caesar, one of the funniest things I've ever heard you say was, I think pretty recently um, when you called the, what was it? The 60s, 67 mantle the dui card the dui yeah, photo. totally dui picture that is totally that, when you said that <laughs> really? i could not stop really? laughing because it's so true and 
it, it just goes to the point of like, Jim you know, especially Mantle. Wow, you're right. Some of the sixty right. 60s cards are horrible looking cards, but they're Mickey Mantle cards. So they go for a lot and people want them and I have them. But if you're really just judging the card for the, for the photo on it, some it's of those awful. Mantle cards are terrible cards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's Mickey Mantle, so. His 62 is pretty beat, too, man. It's like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. And then you look at some of his, his uh, cards from, like, the 80s or the, you know, the 90s, 2000s. From a card perspective, they just, they're way better. They're way better looking cards. They're just, you know, post-playing days. So you can save a lot of money by going that route. Dude, post-playing day cards are freaking awesome. And I think that that is, look, predictor of the future. I think that is going to be a big draw in the future. I think that a lot of us vintage guys that are anti-modern, and I was, it wasn't anti-modern. I just didn't collect it. I would prefer a vintage player on a modern card over a modern player on a modern card all day long. I absolutely love the images of, Clemente on these modern cards and Mickey Mantle, Stan Musial, you name it, on these modern cards with the modern designs and the shine. And yeah, like that right there. I, they just look, yeah, Joe DiMaggio. Like, look at that photo. That's from 1988. But like, look how awesome that picture is. Absolutely. It's your favorite set of all time right there. Find me a what better jacket. The, the, uh, the Pacific yeah. set, right? I yeah, mean, those are Pacifics. Yeah, you get it. You get it for uh, fifty cents. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think there's. I think those are just really cool and fun cards to collect, and they're very inexpensive. If you don't buy them graded, you're talking like two bucks a card, three bucks a card. Yeah, the three D that there's. I mean, that, there's not an original one of that, right? That's just the reprint. No, one. that's just a reprint, or not a reprint, but like a yeah. A I don't know. Card. That's fantastic, dude. That is a sick card. Yeah, it's awesome. Yes. That's insane. All right. Um, I want to piggyback off talking about Mantle Modern cards. Like with me, my whole goal collecting Mickey Mantle was I want my first goal is just collecting all his tape, all his tops playing day cards. That was what I wanted. So same thing as what Dylan says, like I wasn't going after his modern cards, not because oh I don't like modern, it's like my primary my priority was collecting uh mantle playing days cards. And now I'm 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 basically two cards away from doing that. I'm probably never gonna get to 52. It's not a big part of it. So I've started buying um recent uh modern cards now because that's the next step. And Adam asked the question, like he's like, what is, what's one of your favorite uh modern like post-playing days uh Mickey Mano card? And I told him it was the the Mickey Mano with his dog while Mickey Mano is holding his rifle. I love this picture. I love that's dogs. Awesome. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. I love seeing this part of Mickey Mantle. You know, like, modern cards, like, you're going to see pictures that you never seen on baseball cards, like him playing basketball. And that basketball looks huge for some reason. I don't know if it's, if it's the same size as today. And, you know, got another card with him with his dog. Like I said, I'm a big dog guy, but I love my pets and stuff. And I got just to show that card, too, right now, that 3D. Yeah. And one of my favorites is this whammy you know what i mean oh, oh look at that. I love that i love this whammy card dude no, it's no is so freaking sick dude look that at that sick. it's sick and big head but what i'm gonna say this one of the modern cards that i do not like i do not get 
is um these two K sevens that came out with the video game pictures. Those are the worst ugliest cards. <laughs> Those ever are scary. These give me nightmares, man. I, I went to bed. I went to bed when I go to bed after I see those cards. I don't want to get. I'm too scared to get up and go to the bathroom. Those oh, are man. those are the ugliest cards I ever seen. So I need that. I, I need that whammy card season. I have an entire three thousand count box of Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays playing days cards, non playing days cards, completely full. And I have another probably two thousand. Because I used to buy them in collections. People were back in eBay. That's a lot. Yeah, they were doing because once well, I've been selling cards on eBay for my whole life since eBay started, since you know, 98. <coughs> and I, I wanted to make a living doing it. So I found out Mickey Mantle cards sell the fastest and they sell the most. So I said, Well, over the last 20 years, I was buying when I would want to save money and not when I wasn't buying vintage during times, I would buy collections of Mickey Mantle's um, playing days, non-playing days cards. And people would sell in an albums like three, 300, 2,000. And I, and I you get them for like nothing. It'd be like 10 cents a card. And so I ended up with probably 10,000 Mickey Mantle cards. Wow. And 3,000. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah, wow. nuts. It's nuts. And so I listed them on eBay and I still have thousands that I haven't listed on eBay. But I, I've sold more Mickey Mantle, Mickey Mantle, sells more than any other player in any yeah anything possible he is the guy yeah like his 89 Fleer triple crown picture yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and i've seen them all too which makes it fun so so i'm going to continue on with that because i have a binder of non-playing days cards and i am big on mickey mantle because of those cards so i'm trying to collect the super rare ones now which i oh, used that to gold oh yeah dude oh. these are freaking that's sicko you gotta warn us before you show that i gotta put yeah. my sunglasses on hey this card right here like he's playing shortstop so i believe that this was be in his rookie season or yeah, prior to his rookie season like, or, yeah that was that's an old yeah that's really epic photo right and so i've sold hundreds of these base cards and i'm like because of youtube because the guys like you and adam really um adam right here splendid sports because you were collecting mickey mantles and buying them from my store basically i was like what are the rare ones and so i started collecting them this year and i've garnered you know it, it's relatively small but i have a collection of mantles Oh, I don't even have them here. They're in. They're in. I have them in a, in a box right now because I was sharing them. But I I have a decent mantle, really rare stuff. But I I think the non playing days cards, man. This whole album is absolutely chock full of non playing days cards. Yeah, sicko. Look at that shine. Yeah. I just love them. I love everything about them. Blowing out. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, that was my piggyback onto all that. That was really fun. Mike, let's go to you now. Um, I know you got just some more crazy, weird, nutty stuff that'll give us um, just inspired. All right, so I'm gonna. I, I, I wanted to pull some just loose cards. That I didn't want to show a binder again. So, I wouldn't say this one's too kooky or or, or weird, but. Um, I'll start showing you cards and you can kind of, you tell me what, what PT 
that would this would fall into. So I've got one hand on that PC. Nope. Then I keep going. Okay, I like this. I'm not gonna get it. You see more players. All okay. Right. Okay. Got that. Oh, fathers Look. of great. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. My family tree PC. Nice. Oh. Family tree PC. So again, almost a limit. It, it, there's so many. Like if you look through the history of the game, there's so many relatives that have played baseball. Brothers, you know, the Ripken brothers, obviously. You got the Russell brothers, the Brett brothers. You got fathers, sons. You got like three generation people, like the Boons, right? Um, so there are so many choices to have. So I go through my collection and I just pull these guys out. You know, Ruben Amaro, his dad played, right? Um, Sal Bando, his brother played. Chris Bando played for the Indians in the uh, in the eighties. He was a catcher. So I think Sal Bando just, I think he may have just passed away recently. So Sal Bando, and we got his brother, Chris Bando, right? So I love finding things out about that, right? Um, and the big one here, this guy right here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, look at, those, guy. Look at that glorious uniform. He made it. Look though. at that. <laughs> I know, yeah. He looks like, oh. uh, can you say Goober? Go. Oh, my oh, God. Dale, Dale Barra, the son Dale of Yogi. Barra. Yeah. I mean, you got Jeff Burrows. His son played Sean Burrows. Oh, yeah. Um, Little League World Series legend. Yeah, 74 MVP. Yeah. And here he is. Here's, here's, here he is. Yeah, 74 MVP, and here's his son. You know? So I just pull all these guys aside. We got the the, the man who lost his perfect game. Oh. You know, yeah. what a bad, sad, yeah, bad man. Loved his dad. Loved. I loved Andre Galarraga, man. He was oh, yeah. great player. Very underrated player. Um, Tom Grieve. Remember Ben, who was like the big, like, the oh, big, yeah. next big up-and-coming player, and he just didn't really, you know, didn't, didn't do much. <laughs> yeah, Orlando's like, I hit those boxes at the, uh, at, the, at the show as I look for all this weird stuff. You know, this is, um, this is, um, hey. His brother. Oh, it's not Batty. James' brother. Oh, wow. I didn't even Vladimir's know that. What? Yeah, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah. Vladimir's like brother. Yeah. Wow. He had a good arm, too, if I remember. Yes. Yes. And then we have, you know, Tony Gwynn's son. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. We have Chris Gwynn. His brother played, right? So, again, all that kind of stuff I just completely, totally dig looking for. And, again... If you know, with, with, after you know, you spend your money at the big time tables and spend money on the good cards and all the classic cards, you sit down at a dollar box or not even a freaking quarter box. And this is the kind of stuff that I look for. This is exactly the kind of stuff I look for. And I have an absolute ball looking for it. It's just so fun going through. Um, what else here, real quick? You know, his, you know, his son played Raul Mondesi, right? His son mm -hmm. plays for the Royals, I believe. Um, so there's just so many different um, options. And that's just, you know, that's the rest of this box is all family tree PC cards. So I love, I that. love that. There's more. That. <laughs> there's more. I'll save it. I think we can all piggyback off something that you said during that entire thing. That that, that tirade? Yes. And I think that the one thing that I really take home is the fact that when I go to a card show, like I sit – I'll, I like to look at the showcase first, 
look at the big stuff. But then when I'm down to a, um, whatever your budget is, but when I'm down to like 200 bucks, I'm like, like just at the national, just everywhere I go, I go, well, I'm going to go sit at the dollar boxes. I literally was like at the national, I was hanging out with, with friends and everything, but I'm like, okay, today, my last six hours, I'm going to go sit at the dollar boxes. Yeah. This is my day. Not even dollar boxes, vintage cheap boxes. I'll put them that way. Whatever it is. How, you know. Yeah. And obviously I was trying to find centered stuff then, but in the past I would just look for any cards that were like a dollar or, or less. And I have albums and albums full of vintage cards that I have collected. And these are, these are in order. So this is 1980 and 80, you know, nothing, nothing crazy value, but this is just the fun stuff that I love going through those, these, those boxes for. I could spend hours and hours and hours. Like I just saw this Joe DiMaggio right uh, here. This is uh, from a, literally from a card show. Like this yep. is like in a 10 cent album, things like that. It's, it's really fun way to spend your time. Exactly. And it's one of my funnest things to do because when I get home, I get to enjoy those cards so much more because I put Avery labels on them. I put them in my Excel spreadsheet. I put them in my system. Every card, I put what I paid for the card. One wow, day you are a dedicated I, man. Dude, I, no card comes into my collection that isn't in a computer system. Wow. And, and says what I paid. Now, I've never once in my entire life upgraded the prices that they're worth. Never once. I just don't. I know them because you know what cards are worth most of the time, but I don't, I've never, ever updated them. But I put what I pay for a card like this and then i also put what i think the card is worth at the time that i pay for it whether i got a good deal or not many times i put like say i get a 50 dollar card i put 50 bucks and i'll say the card's only worth 30 right now because i overpaid and it didn't matter but i'll put it because that's what the card's worth at that moment and then maybe in 10 years i'll go back or when i sell cards the tax man at least i have record but i love cheap boxes and looking through them and if you guys are at home I have Avery labels, and here's the number, 18167. These are the perfect size for Card Saver 1s, and that's how I do my Avery labels. That's how I do my grading system, and it's just really fun way um, to do it, and when you when you have a few hundred bucks and you want to go sit at a, at a, at a box, these dealers, you get a stack ready. And they give like you, dude, all the time. 50% off. They yeah. don't want to see them again. They don't want to bring it home. They don't want to bring them home. You, they'll be like, these are the twenty percent off. But, but then you grab a stack and you're like, they're like, well, well, how much does it add up after twenty percent off? They don't want to add them up. You have your calculator there, and I go, well, I, I add them up, and I go, but I don't want just twenty percent off. I, I'll give you this right now. Done. I'll walk away with them. Always, they say yes oh, because yeah. the ones it, man. they don't care. The ones yeah. in the boxes, they don't care about. Exactly. So other, I'm yeah. The other thing that you were you know saying in terms of you know, of, of sitting down at a dollar box or, or a bar, you know, a bargain bin box, you know, there's, um, you know, the fun of hunting down that, you know, rare card or that vintage card you want. And you, you find it, you're looking at the beauty of all the hall of famers and all that stuff. But there's a, I feel there's a little pressure behind it, you know, a little more money you're, you're trying to wheel and deal. When you sit down at a dollar box, there's no pressure, man. You just yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you're coming through cards, and you're just looking, and you're just like, ah, you know, 
there's no pressure. That's I like that. I think that just you know, especially at the national, you know, where where it's eight hours of just balls to the wall. You're just totally. all day to sit down in front of a box and just go go through it nice and leisurely is is you know a nice little respite from the intensity of what it is. And it's it's all good, it's all fun, but it's nice to be able to have those little breaks and pick up some cool. Yeah. cool stuff. I, I I think I literally spend like days on the dollar boxes at the national because you know since i only buy in person i've gone through all my local car shops all my car shops you know what i mean i've gone through all their boxes so when i go to the national it's totally brand new i'm not gonna see the same stuff i've been seeing for a while and man i literally spend oh so much and like you said man it's like you go through the dollar boxes and you you're trying to keep in your head like okay i only want to spend so much but because you love cards at the end, at, when you're done, your stack is like this big. It's like, oh man, you know, I got like 200 cards. I don't want to, I can't bet 200. But when you go, oh, 80 bucks. Oh, yeah. oh thank you so much. You know, yeah. I'll do the next daughter box, you know? Yeah. Caesar, I, I just remembered, I wanted to at least mention uh, on a recent video, you showed um, Otani cards. Now, this is off oh, topic of what yes. this video is about, but. Did I see a gold rookie Otani card there? Number yeah, number numbered out of fifty or something. You pulled that out of a pack, you said. Yeah, 2018 was a good year. Um, even in 2018, out of retail from Target, I was mainly back then. I was mainly buying only Target. Otani's out of packs. Yeah, and and um, I also pulled a a Patrick Mahomes like shimmer that was like very very rare rookie year, and see. That's the thing that that with me is what I kind of paid for it is the value I have in my head for it. So say that um, when I pulled that Patrick Mahomes, I didn't know the value of it at all until I went to the national the last time. And people that went through my box looking at my cards, they would pull out the Patrick Mahomes and like, whoa, do you know what you got here? It's like, yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Like, no, this is a rare shimmer rookie. Like, it's worth like $500. And I was like, oh, I pulled it out of a you know, a blaster box, you know? So uh, that was a great opportunity for me to pay um, Blue Jacket 66, pay him back because he's a big Patrick Mahomes collector. And let's say he sent me probably like $300 a lot more worth of cards before in a care package. And I was like, how am I going to ever repay you? And to me, that was like, oh, really? That's what it's worth? I paid like basically like $2 for it, if not less. This is a great opportunity for, me, opportunity for me to pay back Dave because in my heart, I didn't see it as a $500 card. I saw it as a $2. I got it for two bucks. You know what I mean? That Well, that, that's exactly because I, I don't, after I buy a card, I, I'm the same way, Dylan. I don't, I don't monitor prices. Like part of me doesn't want to know, like I, if it goes down, you know, I just, I got it. I don't, yeah. I don't care what it's worth yeah. now until maybe 20, 30 years from now, if I'm going to sell anything, you know, basically. Um, yeah, so I'm the same way. Yeah, I just once it's in the collection, I don't, I don't really monitor it too much as far as like where it where it goes. But you can have those situations where you pull a, a card where basically your cost is zero almost on the card, and it could become a lot more valuable without even knowing it. Yeah, that, that that's the thing. And then people, uh, I was uh, Dylan texts me and he, you know, he's like, hey, you know, that's a valuable card. I said like, and I told him I was like, yeah, I got yelled at for like. When I did a rummage like a year ago or two years ago, and I showed that a time, I had it raw. And 
Lou Rock TV. He was like, bro, what are you doing? Like, why do you have that in a raw? Put that in a top loader. Put that into this. And he did the same thing like a couple years earlier with my Mike Trout rookies. My Mike Trout rookies, I had them raw too. And he was like, bro, what are you doing? Like, oh, I'm having a heart attack. Please put that in the top loader, you know? Oh, Lou, love it. I love that. I was so stoked when he when he texted me that too. I was like, yeah, Lou's doing his job. All right. <laughs> don't lick that one, Caesar. Yes, exactly. no, no DNA on those, man. Yeah, no. don't lick that one. Just I, I don't like modern cards. I, I remember the first time. I don't remember what card. I don't know if they're all like that, but I remember I licked like a really shiny chrome card. Oh my god, and it burned my tongue. It was like licking a battery. <laughs> it was like, oh, it was like modern cards are an awful thing, team. <sighs> Only uh, lick vintage. Only lick vintage. Yeah. Oh. Oh, well, hey, well. and I'm surprised because I know, like, seriously, like, uh, you guys all seen my um, my Sandy Colfax rookie. You know how many times I've licked that while drinking beer? You would think it'd be damaged. It shows no damage at all. You know what I mean? And I've licked that like a hundred times. It just, oh, they exactly. just made things better back then. You know, it was just more, higher quality back then. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. Well, guys, I got. I can leave this going. I got to go in a, like two minutes. I got to bounce. But um, do you want me to leave this going, or do we want to do our parting uh, parting shots, or what do you think? Uh, well, we should all go together. <laughs> I right. guess. Yeah, that yeah. makes more sense. All right. Yeah, I was well, just gonna start showing some packs. You know, like that was another side piece. I know you do too, Dylan. Uh, like oh. just having packs. <laughs> I, I love me some packs. You know, like even this pack. I love this pack. I've had this for a long time. And it has Mike Davis on the A's. But if you don't know yeah. Mike Davis's part in the 1988 World Series, uh, he's a guy that walked before Kirk Gibson because he played on the A's with Dennis Eckersley. And he always tells the story. He's like, man, when I played with Dennis Eckersley, the, the few games I played with Dennis Eckersley, I was on fire. So I think when I came up to bat in the 88 World Series, he had the Mike Davis in his head when I played with him. Like, oh, he's good. He's out and he walked me. He's on that gave Kirk Gibson the chance wow. to hit the game winning home run. You know, changed, changed history, made it better for him. Yeah. So he's Even, a big part. You know, he's a big part of the for me as why we won the World Series that year. But yeah, yeah. I could keep going with uh, the packs, but like everything, you know, uh, I, packs, anything Pac Man, you know, Elvis, uh, the Rocky. You know, um, yeah, oh, but I, I love that. Forever, but Mine are just, you gotta go, Adam. So. Out of reach, right there. <laughs> I love those Rocky cards, man. I need some of those. Hey, uh, dude, I man, I I could go on for six more hours too. I Hell really yeah. appreciate yeah. having you guys. We just we just started, but man, what can we say? We're collectors. I'm fire right now. That's it, man. <laughs> Ready to rock and roll. Uh, and uh, Adam. Mike Mike, I, I don't know. I don't. Th I don't know. If, I don't think you're in the YouTube Hall of Fame yet. But I know who I'm voting for. One of the guys I'm voting for this year, right here. This guy. Amen. Heck yeah, you're right. Talk about a talk about a collector, man. I didn't Jeez. even scratch the surface. That's a scary thing. Like yeah. I. Even <laughs> I imagine. I can see the binders behind you. <laughs> well, we'll have to do this again. Oh, for sure. This is this is awesome. You when we don't have Adam um, having rules over top of us. Hey, yeah, like I'll leave, oh man, I'll leave this going, guys, you could go all night. I'm telling you, to eat. What one of the primary things I wanted to do was my promotional cards. I, I you know, I PC like promotional yeah. test cards and stuff like that, and I could not find them. Dude, literally, yeah. 
my room it has it looks like a tornado went through it and i did not find them <laughs> i mean a adam a it's actually on my channel right now so if you guys want to keep going we can keep i'll going keep and... dude i'll stay man i got nowhere to be adam how about we end it like officially and then we can do the podcast and make it legit so it's not just and then we can continue on hanging out as card collectors. How about that? Is that That's cool, Adam? Uh, whatever you want to do. No. Okay. Hey. <laughs> no, hey, you guys get off when I get off. Thank you guys all for listening. Thank you guys for watching. This is great fun. Turn back the clock. Episode number 23 in the books. Adam, you're my hero. You put everything together. You make all these turn back the clocks happen. I'm just here to enjoy the ride, and it's been quite enjoyable. I can't believe we've been 23 episodes in. Um, when you said this and you wanted to do a thing with me, um, it blew my mind because I had been begging you for like a year to be on your show. Um, so thank you all on the podcast for listening. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And uh, till next time, collect what you love. Don't be influenced. Be inspired. Later. Ciao. <laughs> so, Adam.